0: Hello, everyone, and welcome. I'm Jennifer Rizzio, founder of Soul Language, and I'm dedicating to providing you, my listener, with tangible tools to embody your divinity and create a life based on freedom. This is Asked and Answered by Soul, where we focus on topics that will guide you to listening and utilizing your essential nature. And I'm really excited because I get to talk to Dr. Monique Hunt today about connecting with your ancestors. Welcome, Ms. Dr. Monique.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for welcoming me and for your amazing show.
0: Oh, well this is kind of a treat. Like, I don't even feel like I'm doing a show with you, right? Like there's just certain people, everyone, where you keep around you because they help, they rock you and they help you like expand and be one with everything. And this is one of my people that I just adore. And I have this question that I'm kind of really excited about your answer. Cause I don't think I've ever asked you this question in all the times that we've talked, what has your soul shared with you throughout your journey? Like what's the big theme of what your soul has shared with you?
1: Ooh, that's a great question. I think the big theme that my soul has shared with me through experiences and things that have shown is to listen and connect and trust. Okay. Trust the guidance that I'm receiving. Trust the, that it knows. Yeah. Trust that I have a reason for being and that when I am in really living and flowing in that, then all things that are needed will come. And when I'm not, that's a sign or when there's challenges, that's a sign that I need to go back and reconnect and just listen to the soul.
0: Yeah. I think that's really, I think that's amazing. I think that's really important. And I think that's, so underused, meaning, you know, so often we get these big themes and we tend to go, Well, I've heard that before, blah, blah, blah. And, and you've really embraced that and you've embraced it in a way that th- that's, I think is so unique because, you know, I don't, I know a lot of people who do a lot of stuff, but you do, you connect with your ancestors. And, and I want to know why that's so important. And I want to know how we start doing that right here, right now.
1: Well, connecting with our ancestors is so important because they really hold the stories of our lineage. They have lived through the traumas. They've lived through the struggles. They've lived through the challenges. They, that experience that they've had has been passed down from generations to generations to generations, and we're living all of their stories. We're embracing everything that they've experienced. Now, included with those stories are stories of courage and resilience and power and intuition and wisdom, and we embrace that as well. But when the stories of struggle and the challenges and these karmic stories that leave us really in challenging situations are overshadowing those beautiful stories that help empower us, We have to go and look at those stories, those challenging stories, those karmic stories of like abandonment and betrayal and poverty. We have to look at those karmic stories that our ancestors experienced and clear those stories. We have to clear those stories out. We have to resolve those stories so that we can then overcome our own challenges that we're experiencing today. And that's why it's so important to connect with our ancestors and to really to know them. Because once we're able to clear those stories, now what we can do is embrace those parts of them, that wisdom to help guide us through our own life journey and provide us with wisdoms along the way, provide us with opportunities, open doors where doors feel like they're closed. Bring, help to bring people to us, help to really connect on a deep level to our soul's journey. And so that's why I love connecting with the ancestors and sharing their stories.
0: Yeah, so uh, you're not just talking, you're not just talking about our physical ancestors, you're talking on a metaphysical level. And how does one begin to do that And feel secure about that, right? You know, how do we know? Because, you know, everyone always says it. How do I know I'm not making anything up? So how do we connect? How do we begin to understand how to do that and trust that?
1: Yes, I agree. The first thing I tell people to do, if you know your ancestors, if you have information about your family lineage, sit down and just take a look at your family lineage Take a look at the different stories that are showing up. Is there a history of divorce in your family? Is there a history of poverty or is there a history of wealth? And then somehow the riches were lost. Is there a, some kind of um, pattern of relationship abuse? Is there some type of a pattern of maybe people dying early look at the information that's if you're connected to your family you can look at that information and know that there's definitely some karmic stories that have been passed down to you from your family lineage and so that's one step to really getting started to understanding that the stories are actually there the next step is if you well let's go back to if you don't know your ancestors, then you can take a look at where are you from? Where is, where, what land are your relatives from? And what are some of the historical experiences that your ancestors may have faced? You know, maybe the Holocaust or some type of a war, or famine, any of those things. And you'll know that, wow, okay, so they've probably had some of these experiences that have been passed down to me. Once we have some idea based on our own life experiences, what these karmic stories are, then we can begin to connect with the ancestors. And the first way we do that is just offering a forgiveness prayer to all of the ancestors who may, let's say, abandonment is a challenge that you're noticing has surfaced in your family. You can basically just say to all the ancestors who felt alone and unloved, who felt like they were left, who feel a sense of grief. Forgive you, we forgive all who may have in that situation. And just, I mean, just really simple, simple as that. It doesn't have to be anything really involved. And that's just a very quick and simple one, but we offer words of forgiveness. And that begins to dissolve that karmic story that those ancestors experienced
0: and go ahead i'm sorry so what you're saying is is that you know these patterns of self destruction limitation are passed on not just physically but also energetically and they are we are being influenced by them some very directly some very sneaky and hidden and by just what you said which was so beautiful and i could feel my body uh, automatically relaxing just by offering deep forgiveness to ourselves and to our ancestors, that starts to break down that energetic encoding immediately.
1: Yes, it does. It immediately releases that, that coding, as you said, that really begins to, I mean, you can almost feel it dissolve within you just by words of forgiveness.
0: Yeah. And, and- so that. There- there's two ways to work with the ancestors, right? There's the wisdom part and then there's the karmic part as well. And sometimes they're intertwined. Is that accurate?
1: That is very accurate. There's the karmic part where we just talked about the forgiveness, understanding the karmic stories. And then there's inviting the ancestors in for guidance and wisdom and support. And if you're challenged with something that's happening in your life, maybe you're in a relationship that is experiencing you know, some challenges around communication. Invite the ancestors that can help you understand your partner better and help your partner to understand you better, inviting them in. And there's ways of doing that. One is by, you know, there may be certain things that you can place on your altar that will help these ancestors begin to flow through and come through and support you. You may know of ancestors who were, you know, in really well-connected relationships that you can call on and you can bring their pictures to your altar and place them on the altar and ask them to help you with your relationship. You can write a letter to the ancestors and just a general letter to any ancestors that may be able to support you with communicating better with your partner and put that on your altar. And that's a way that you can call in their wisdom as a source of support for you.
0: I love that. And and what you're really, if if you just listen to kind of the back and forth of here, the feeling of it, it's really creating a a circle of of extreme support. You know, both on a physical level and a metaphysical level, and re, you know, really allowing those energies to support you in in such a profound way because they're there for the calling on. And I think most of us forget to utilize that, especially, you know, over here in the United States, we, we forget, you know, all that is, is uh, within our toolbox.
1: Yes, we do. We don't tend to call upon the ancestors And I, you know, as I talk to people about their ancestral lineages, I am also amazed at the number of people who really don't know much about their ancestors. And then I talk to people who live in other parts of the world that can give you the history of their ancestors going back, you know, 12, 13, 14 generations, and how it is very natural for them to bring in and call on the ancestors. So it's very interesting that there are people in the world who are really embracing the um, support of their ancestors while others are just learning and starting to experience what this means. And it's so beautiful to see that happening more here in the U.S.
0: I agree. You know, I think that, I mean, I know bits and pieces and scattered stories, but um, you know, the, my, the relatives were always focused on, what 's here what 's the future no, 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 not the past, the future here, like really, you know I think i 'm three or fourth generation, so really laying down roots while warner my my boyfriend, whose parents are he 's actually first generation, he was born in uh in l a in the United States, um, he knows a lot about his father 's uh, siblings and his mother's siblings and his grandmother. And, and I love to hear those stories. And, and, you know, I think it gives a very rich tapestry of who we are on a human level and who we are on a metaphysical level. So what has been your burning question that you've been asking yourself and the ancestors lately?
1: Oh, the burning question how can I serve more people and how can I connect more people to their amazing power and love and energy and support? How can I do that? And that's been the question.
0: Yeah. I'm giggling everyone because if you've listened now, I've done a, bunch of interviews before they hit the publish button right and if you listen to a number one that's the the big theme right now with master healers how can i serve how can i serve in a bigger way and i and i think uh it's it's a testament to see how we're all connected on such an integrated level and and you know the messages of the universe tree bob god cupcake whatever you want to call that (laughs) uh, you know are kind of they're persistent and You know, we're not making this stuff up. So I love that answer. As we're wrapping up, um, how do people get more information about connecting with the ancestors and connecting with you?
1: Oh, beautiful. They can visit my website at drmonique.com. And on my website, you will see that I have a wonderful gift that you can download immediately to start connecting with your ancestors you'll receive three spiritual practices to connect with your ancestors and you'll also receive two forgiveness prayers that will help you begin your practice of forgiving the ancestors and allowing them to then come through and support you
0: i love that there you know there are very few people that i turn to right like i you know dr monique is one of those people where if i'm having a challenge i call her Um, and that's a testament to, um, your skill, your openness, your, um, judgmental and you're just so loving and you have access to all of this kind of information that I just don't focus on, which I love because it, um, it allows me to see things in a new way. So thank you so much.
1: Thank you. And I feel the same way about you. You're such an incredible person and your work has supported me as well and helped me through some real challenging times. So I'm really grateful for this connection and the two of us being brought together and having an opportunity to collaborate in so many ways, because we've had an opportunity to do that in many, many ways. And I just, you're a gift that keeps giving and I'm grateful for you. Thank you.
0: Thank you. So my last question is, if you are a magnet on whatever you call your higher powers refrigerator, what would your magnet say? Love. That's it? I love it. I was like, there felt like a dot, dot, dot there. (laughs) Love. I love it. Well, thank you so much for, for participating and for being my friend and for doing what you do in the world um, and connecting us with our ancestors. So, thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me on your show.
0: You are so welcome. Everyone, you have been listening to Ask and Answered by Soul with Jennifer Rizio. Please feel free to share this podcast with your community. Leave a comment or contact me directly. Leave a review. And if you have any questions, you know where to find me. Don't forget, you're not. You don't need to find who you are. You are your essential nature. Just allow it to be expressed freely. Thank you. And I will be back soon. Bye for now.